Welcome back, guys, to another episode of the Wedding Photo Podcast. Uh, this episode is brought to you by iPhoto Rentals. iPhoto Rentals is a rental house located in um, the Inland Empire. They're located in Pomona, uh, but they serve all of the Inland Empire. They serve Los Angeles, Orange County. Um, if you can get to them, they'll help you out. They have uh, camera equipment, audio equipment, lighting equipment. They have everything that you need for your next shoot. And if you go in there and mention this podcast, they will give you 10% off of your next rental. Uh, so thank you, iPhoto Rentals, for uh, supporting this podcast and uh, supporting photographers and videographers. Um, you guys are awesome. So thanks for that. Um, also, um, if you'd like to get in contact with me, you can find this podcast uh Anywhere where you listen to podcasts, so iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Google Play, Overcast, any of those. Um, and if you would like to reach out to me, you got a question that you want to hear answered on the podcast or something that you want to talk about, wedding, wedding photography related, uh, you can find me on Instagram at Wedding Photo Podcast. And you can also find me on Twitter at Del Toro Photo. And all the links are in the show notes below. So yeah, on today's episode, I just wanted to do uh, another solo episode. I just wanted to talk about a couple of topics. Um, I wanted to bring up, I was talking to someone this week about Instagram. And um, we were just kind of talking about it. And I also talked about it with my wife a little bit. And uh, Instagram is basically like having uh, your own website. Um, nowadays, uh, I think Instagram is used uh, just like Google to find, um, you know, certain vendors for for certain things, especially in the in the wedding uh, industry. So um, when I look at our analytics through our website to see where most of our traffic comes from, um, I would say it's about 50 50 uh, Google searches and Instagram and then everything else after that. But yeah, Instagram is a huge um, huge component in, in our marketing and, uh, a huge component in our reach to our potential customers. Um, so, you know, we do believe that, um, the way you, uh, manage your website and the same, and in the same, the way you manage your Instagram is really important. So I just wanted to keep, give a couple tips on, um, you know, managing your Instagram. Uh, one of the things we've always been uh, big about is being consistent, um, whether it be on your website, on, well, really any social media. Uh, but just as you're growing your business, you want to be consistent. You want to be putting out work, uh, showing off the work that you want to be um, doing. You know, so if you want to shoot more weddings, you know, you want to be putting out more uh, wedding photography, obviously. Um, so in your Instagram, uh, what you want to be doing is you want to be consistently putting out photos from weddings that you are shooting, uh, because it shows that you're a working wedding photographer and, uh, you want to try to get, um, 
potential clients to to engage with you, um, to give them a chance to look at your photography and see the the different things that you could do, uh, showing off different poses, showing off how you um, interact with your couples, uh, those kinds of things. So uh, I think it's important to consistently be putting out photographs. Everyone always talks about the algorithm, um, and I have no clue how the algorithm works. And we really don't have um, a technique on, you know, working with the algorithm to get more likes or to get more interactions or more engagement. Um, but there's a couple things that, that we like to do that, um, it, it may or may not be working. Honestly, I couldn't tell. Uh, I just know that all of our, our, uh, interactions, uh, stay pretty, pretty much the same, but, uh, we like to put out a photo maybe every other day, um, but we always switch up what time we put it. Sometimes I'll, I'll post a photo, you know, early in the morning, like at seven, sometimes it's at noon and sometimes it's at nine. Uh, when it comes to Instagram, I don't necessarily do, uh, do the posting at the same time. Every time I do a post, I'm always kind of just switching it up. Um, and the reason I do that is because I really don't understand the algorithm. So in a way, I, I guess I'm trying to trick the algorithm or I'm trying to see if, if it does make a difference. Um, I do know that when sometimes when I'm posting every single day, uh, my friends don't necessarily will don't necessarily see uh, the photo that I posted yesterday. It might just hide within the photos. So um, I like to just break it up, you know, maybe every other day or every every two days I'll post a photo on Instagram. But I do try to post as often as I can. Um, I also noticed that, uh, you know, typically after we shoot a wedding or a couple weddings over the weekend, um, we'll start sharing some sneak peeks, um, you know, come Sunday, come Monday. Um, and we have noticed that it does help with engagement. We do get, uh, we typically get inquiries like that same day for weddings, you know, when, when we post something from a wedding that we did that previous weekend. Um, so we noticed that that has helped us a little bit. Um, the other thing that uh, that is really important when it comes to Instagram is sharing stories. I know uh, sharing stories can be, you know, kind of difficult. I mean, we are photographers. A lot of us don't necessarily like being in front of the camera or it's it's just a. Uh, it's just a lot harder for us, you know, like we're behind the camera for a reason because we see we see the art through our eyes, but we don't necessarily want to point the camera at ourselves. But I think um, Instagram stories are important because it gives potential clients a little insight uh, to your life. Uh, it lets them know a little bit more about you, um, who you are, the things that you like, the things that you like to do. And I think sharing that stuff with uh, potential clients is important because, you know, people want to be uh, relatable. Um, your clients want to or your potential clients want to uh, be able to relate to you or they want you to re be able to relate to them. I think it helps them decide uh, whether or not to pursue um, a meeting with you, you know, based on kind of, you know, you sharing a little bit insight in your life. Um, it gives them the opportunity to see 
um, what a good person you are, how funny you are, the things that, like I said, the things that you like to do. And uh, they might like to do those same things. I know that um, when we meet up with a lot of our clients, some of the things that they bring up, you know, they, they already see us on Instagram. They see us um, doing stuff with our son. Uh, they see Marie and I hiking and camping because we really love to do those things um, as often as possible. So, and they'll bring those things up. You know, we really love your son. He's so cute. How, how old is he? And uh, right away, we already we already have something to, to conversate with, to talk about. And, um, and, and, you know, they may have children too. So we start talking, you know, they might be able to relate to us or they like camping. A lot of, a lot of times, you know, they'll, they'll ask me like, Oh, where did you just go hiking? I saw you went hiking and I'll tell them. And, you know, we'll start talking about that. And it just helps uh, spark up those conversations and um, get those potential clients a little bit more comfortable with you knowing a little bit more about you. And like I said, when, when you're posting, uh, photos more often or stories more often, you will notice a lot more engagement. And uh, I think that's that's what we want overall. I don't think likes are necessarily important. I think um, getting engagement from your potential clients and, you know, having these little mini conversations and moments with them, it's really important because it's going to, I think it will help increase your business as well. And also people like seeing behind the scenes at weddings. They like to see how you work uh, with your clients, how you shoot. Um, they like to see how much fun you have at the weddings because they want you to have fun at their wedding as well and I know posting stories at weddings for me at least can be very challenging because you know um, you want to post stories but um, at the same time you're working you're you're concentrating on on uh, the photography on on your clients on the things that you have to capture uh, so it can be kind of challenging. I know uh, when I first was trying to post stories, I would post like one at the beginning of the day, like, oh, I'm on my way to this wedding at this uh, at this venue. It's really awesome. Can't wait to show you guys. And then you wouldn't hear from me the rest of the day um, because because I just forgot to to post more stuff. And uh, Maria would always give me a hard time about that. And she's like, you like you pretty much. Uh, leave everybody at the edge of their seats and then they see nothing. <laughs> so um, she actually gave me this tip. She told me next time I go out, just post or not post. I'm sorry. Next time I go out, just uh, record some videos on Instagram, rec uh, take some pictures on Instagram, um, you know, and, and just save them. I can save them. I don't have to post them right away. Uh, so that's what I do now when I'm at the wedding and I see something cool. I'll take out my phone real quick, take a picture, put it back in my pocket. You know, and then when I have a chance, I'll hit save. Uh, same thing with video. I'll try to record a video of me walking from one location to the other, and I'll I'll try to say something or, you know, give uh, give my audience a little bit of uh, uh, of what's going on at the wedding, and then I'll just hit save. And again, I'll put it in my pocket. I'll worry about it later. Um, so at the same time, I'm a, I'm able to record some stories, but I'm also able to remain professional. I'm not sitting there on my phone trying to figure out how to post a story, what to say on it, what to write on it, you know, those kinds of things. So I can just save it for later. And, uh, and then when you have a chance, like at dinner or when the wedding's over, you're back at your car or something, you can sit there and go through the stories and put everything together, write it all out, tag the location, uh, tag the couple or whatever you want to do you have the time to do that um, so that's what I've been doing now I just record all of my story stuff throughout the day but I just save them and at the end of the night I'll post everything um, on my stories for everyone to see if you want more help on learning about how to run your social media 
um, or Instagram uh, more specifically, uh, one of the photographers that um, really gave us a lot of insight is uh, Jasmine Starr. If you don't know who Jasmine Starr is, uh, she's a wedding photographer. She's also a speaker at WPPI. I, I'm not sure if she's still um, speaking at WPPI because um, as far as I've seen on Instagram, it doesn't even look like she's necessarily photographing weddings anymore. I think now she's just focused on uh, business and marketing uh, for Instagram. Um, but we have purchased uh, some of her tutorial stuff on uh, on social media, and um, there's a lot of insightful stuff on there. There's a lot of stuff that really has helped us out. So uh, go check out Jasmine Star. Um, she's been in the business for a really long time and she, I think she, she's got a lot of good stuff to share. Um, so yeah, that's, that's really all I wanted to talk about. Uh, I also asked on Instagram if anybody had any questions. Um, so I just wanted to share one of those questions that came up. This is actually one of my friends. He asked me, I know you get sweaty, but do you bring a rag or a change of shirt just in case? And I know he was being a little funny, but, um, he actually brought up a good, a good point. Um, in the summer, I normally do bring an extra shirt um, because when we're running around, we're outside, we're taking all these pictures, it gets hot and you do get sweaty. You do tend to get sweaty. Um, I know I do. Um, for the most part, I wear um, an undershirt under my dress shirt. So that usually solves the problem. I don't have to. Um, I don't ever really have to change into my other shirt. But in the summer, I will bring uh, a change of shirt just in case and also if I'm wearing like a white shirt or something uh, lighter color I, I tend to bring an extra shirt just in case um, something happens you know I spill some juice on my shirt or just anything spills on my shirt I can go to the car and change into my backup shirt just in case um, so I thought that was funny, but I really do uh, do that. Also, uh, one of my good friends, Eric McFarland, he's been on the podcast before. One of the things I've seen him do is, you know, he he dresses really well. He dresses really professional for weddings. But I've also seen him wear um, some all black Nikes. And um, I didn't even notice he was wearing them, you know, because they kind of just go with everything that he's wearing. And I thought that was a really good idea. So I went out and bought some all black Nikes. And I wear them specifically uh, for receptions because, you know, we're on our feet running around all day long. And by the time the reception hits, I mean, my feet get really tired. You know, they start to hurt. We've been on our feet sometimes, you know, 8 hours, 10 hours, 12 hours, whatever it is. Um, so I got these all black Nikes and they have just been the best thing ever. Um, I highly recommend it. I usually switch into them uh, sometime, you know, either during dinner or something like that. Once everybody starts partying, I switch over to some Nikes. They're all black, so whatever dress clothes, whatever dress, whatever dress clothes I'm wearing, um, it kind of just blends in with that, and I don't think um, anybody really notices. So um, that's been really, really helpful. Um, another question I found online was, uh, who's had success with branching from more budget weddings to higher end weddings? And if anybody has any tips, uh, what helped you get to that point? Um, I think as, um, I think it's safe to say that most of us wedding photographers all started as budget wedding photographers because we needed, uh, to, we needed to make a name for ourselves, right? So, um, we needed weddings to get more experience, to build our portfolios. Uh, I know when I first started, I was charging, 
uh, dirt cheap for for shooting weddings. You know, I was in I was charging three hundred, then five hundred, then seven hundred, and just kind of slowly making my way up as I got more comfortable shooting weddings. Um, but I think uh, I think the important thing is to have. Uh, specific goals, right? Like uh, one of the goals that I set was that I just wanted to become an established wedding photographer. And I pretty pretty much established that within the first year. You know, I, I was able to shoot enough weddings where people started to recognize me as a wedding photographer. Uh, and then I, I needed to find out, um, you know, where I was comfortable charging for what um, and what kind of things that I wanted to offer. So in the beginning, you know, I tried all kinds of stuff. I tried offering uh, canvas prints and um, albums, uh, regular prints, um, just, you know, I just tried different things to see uh, what people liked. Um, but the thing with this industry that I've always noticed is it, it takes time to figure out if uh, if things really work, you know, so um, I'll set my I'll set my packages up at a certain price. And then really, you have to kind of wait to see um, if people are interested in your packages, you know, how many um, how many weddings you're able to book and what packages are most popular. So I've always slowly increased um, our package prices and really just kind of based off of you know, which packages are more popular, which ones are selling. You know, when I first started, I would always have like a, a cheaper option. Um, I'd have a middle one, which uh, the way I used to look at it was that's the one I want people to gravitate towards. And then I'd have my more expensive one, you know. But now, um, now the way I've redone my packages is I don't want any package to be uh, any better than the other one. I want every package that I have to serve a purpose, you know. So um, over time, I've been able to raise our prices for our photography and now videography and see where people really, um, not only uh, what people uh, are willing to pay for, but what I'm comfortable charging. And another thing is um, finding your demographic. You know, I think this last year, we really reached um, uh, a point in our pricing that we we feel most comfortable charging, knowing that you know we're we're making a good living paying that much, and then um, we're getting the amount of weddings that we want to shoot, and um, we've we've finally um, figured out our demographic. So we have a specific demographic that we're kind of geared towards. Uh, these are the kinds of weddings that we're getting. Um, you know, we've reached a point where people are, aren't really negotiating our prices with us. They, they find us on Instagram or they know us through, through a referral and they already know that they want to book us, you know, and then they take a look at our packages and they find the, the one that fits for their wedding. And like I said, we haven't really had anybody negotiating with us anymore. So that was always a big goal for us is we wanted to reach a point where, um, we're happy with our prices and so are our customers, right? So people aren't reaching out to us and trying to get us to lower our prices or, um, you know, we have, uh, all our packages have their specific, uh, products and things that we offer and they're all, uh, the way we do it is it's all inclusive. So we don't really break it up, you know, whether you want those products or not, that package has those things and if you don't like that then you might want one of the other packages 
Um, and that's what's worked for us. But uh, honestly, I think it's a lot of uh, trial and error um, and a lot of patience because, you know, you might change your prices. And uh, we all know that we go through some times where um, they're just, people aren't biting. You're not getting any inquiries, no, you know, or maybe you are getting inquiries, but nobody's writing back to you. And that can be worrisome, but really you just have to be patient sometimes because, you know, we've, we've all been there where we get a ton of inquiries, nobody writes back to us, and then out of nowhere, everybody just starts booking all of a sudden. So you really have to be patient and, uh, and just kind of see what works for you. And eventually, as long as you keep uh, doing it, you keep photographing weddings, you keep grinding, you keep, uh, keep focused on your goals, um, you will continue to... Uh, um, move up to the next level that 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 you're that you set out to to reach so yeah so I guess my tip would just be to set some goals where you want to be you know uh, set up a plan whether you're going to start raising your prices you know every three months every six months or every year however you want to do it Uh, the way we do it is I pretty much change our prices um, once a year because I like to take the whole year to see what the trends were, what people liked, what you know, what they didn't like, and uh, if there's any changes I want to make, I usually do them uh, sometime towards um, towards like the fall. That's how I've always done it. So that's it, guys. I just wanted to talk about a few things and uh, put out another episode for you guys. Um, I am trying to be more consistent with these episodes, um, but. Really, I just want to thank all of you listeners for continuing to support this podcast. Um, If you haven't already, please scroll down to the bottom, leave a five-star rating, leave me a review, uh, let me know what you think about the podcast, and again, if you want to reach out to me, if you have anything uh, that you want to hear on the podcast, you can find me on Instagram, um, at Wedding Photo Podcast, you can also find me on Twitter, at Del Toro Photo. Um, and again, big thank you to IE Photo Rentals for supporting, continuing to support this podcast. Um, they are really great. Go check them out. They will give you 10% off of your next rental. Thank you guys for listening to another episode, and we'll see you on the next one. Mm-hmm.